Hello, welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is not Alan Donegan. I am Henry Nicholson. You will know me from some of the random episodes about websites and stuff. Uh, Alan is busy combing his moustache and feeding his iguanas. So I am hosting today's uh, episode. This is episode 14 of the coaching series with Adam from Craftbox UK. Hey, Adam. Hello, I am Adam Rowe. Uh, <laughs> I can confirm <laughs> the same old. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good to be here and excited to talk websites with you. Brilliant, and yeah, today we are going to be reviewing Adam's website. So Adam has done a whole bunch of stuff. His website looks absolutely incredible, uh, but the conversion isn't where it needs to be, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Adam, I've had a look through your website. Your website looks absolutely awesome. I actually, I really, really like the design. The colours of it are incredible. It's a really comfortable website. Uh, it looks trustworthy, which is very important for uh, small business websites to look. So um, so just give me a little bit of an upshot. Where are you at currently? What, What's the current reality of the website? What's working? What's not working for you? Yeah, so I, I did a, a bit of a review of the website about a month ago, not quite a month ago, to, to change things around a bit. So um, what I tried to do is to make sure that the uh, the journey from sort of ending up at the website all the way through to, to checking out was super easy. Um, so I changed things. So like with the gifts, then they are, they're, they're vouchers rather than you having to put loads of details in about the person you're sending them to. Uh, when you click on buy, it just comes straight up with the, with the checkout rather than you having to make some selections along the way. Um, and yeah, I put in those the graphics and stuff like that to make it look a bit friendlier and uh, and and you know do the kind of show not tell thing a little bit more. Um, so I've got the pictures of the boxes with labels on the boxes rather than just like a list and stuff like that. So I've, I've made loads of changes and and uh, I'm I'm glad you you think that they look nice. I I'm, I'm really pleased with how it's looking. But yeah, the the thing is that the um, the con- the conversion rate is seems quite low, um, and I'm getting traffic to the website, but people just aren't buying. So the conversion rate's like about one percent um, okay. uh, of, of the people who come to the website buy, uh, and I feel like that could be a bit higher. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, that's that's cool. That's a really good starting point. So, Adam, do you happen to know? what the industry average conversion rate is for for subscription boxes uh i don't i've i've heard that a good thing to aim for generally is three percent um but yeah i'm not i'm not sure specifically about craft or subscription boxes or or that sort of thing cool okay so fun fact i don't either (laughs) uh so you know that that's one way we can look at it and what a lot of people will do when when they're you know they're building their websites building the business is that they'll aim for the industry average whatever that is and and actually you know especially in the in the subscription box industry you've got 
there's the industry as a whole that you've got some pretty big competition if you were to look at it in that sort of way you know things uh, some of the food subscriptions you can get every month or the the dog food ones like the amount of subscriptions my other half has is like I didn't realize there were so many um <laughs> But what's quite interesting is that actually, if we're comparing ourselves to the industry average, we're sort of setting ourselves up to fail because think of the resource that someone like HelloFresh have, for example, you know, and, and, and we, it's, it's basically, we want to aim for it. We want to get there at some point, but we probably won't get there straight away. And actually what I'm more interested in is the conversion rate that you need. So if you're currently operating at a 1% conversion, you know how how many more do you think would you like to double it does does it need to be less than double does it need to be more than that do we need to triple this thing like what what are you kind of aiming for based on your current one how much more do you need yeah so i guess it it uh, <laughs> it's, it's tricky to say because um the traffic has changed quite a lot um recently i've been running google ads which has been consistently bringing in loads more traffic so mm-hmm. yeah it depends on those numbers but i i, I guess if I could get uh, up to a consistent two or three percent, that doesn't sound like a, a huge difference, but it would make a big difference. Um, yeah. So you know, if I if I can go from that, I, I think the thing is, if I can go uh, get to one sale a day, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> is is kind of what I'm aiming for, and that's a function of the conversion rate and the, the amount of traffic. But Brilliant. yeah, I, I want to. I want that on a consistent basis throughout the year. So probably a bit more Christmas, a bit less the rest of the year. But yeah, that that's sort of on average what I'm looking for a sale a day. Brilliant. Okay, cool. So I was going to ask you where, like, where the traffic is currently coming from, and I know we've we've dived into this in other episodes, so we don't need to go into into full depth, but. So you've already mentioned that you're using sort of Google ads and you're experimenting with that stuff. Where else is your traffic coming from currently? Where are people finding your website? Uh, it, it really is Google. So um, even before doing the, the, the paid stuff on Google, it's been uh, organic traffic from, from Google. And then there are a couple of kind of best subscription box review websites that uh particularly drive traffic so there's one on gathered.how and loads and loads of people come through that one so it's it's pretty much either someone's gone to google and looked up that article and then found me or they've come direct via google organically and then there's kind of like um kind of like drips and drabs from um uh, facebook and facebook groups um that's the other thing um i've also started running uh mailing list campaigns as well uh, and that's something that i've been really focusing on recently and that started to have a little bit you know bring a few more sales and then it's it's hard to know exactly where they've come from um but yeah i'd say 90 percent of the people are coming through either paid or organic google really brilliant brilliant okay that that's great that's really really cool and and actually just the fact that you've got organic uh, people, people find you organically through Google is is a tremendous achievement because that's um, that's sort of like the dream, isn't it? We want people just to find us. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love sure. that we're at that point. <laughs> I love we're at that point. Okay, cool. So so we know that the traffic isn't the challenge, and and you you're definitely not alone in this. Um, and and actually, we have this with the Rebel Business School all the time. You know, we're always trying to 
figure out, we, you know, we might get 100 people look at our event page, but we haven't had 100 people sign up. And actually, how do we convert more people? How do we up that number? And there's a few different things that we can do on this. And, and we, you know, we, we chatted very briefly earlier to, to get some of this stuff set up. But there's a few things that we need to take into account um, when figuring out how to improve conversion rates. So let's go through some of those now. So we know that we're getting a whole bunch of traffic. Um, do you know the ballpark number of people that you're getting to your website every month, every week? Um, I will have a look. I, I think it. it's a, I think it's a couple of hundred. I think so. I, I'm on I'm on various various Google things, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I always find it quite tricky to kind of decipher what's on there. So yeah. right, number of clicks in three months was a, a thousand, a thousand okay. over three months. Yeah. So we're sort of looking at about three hundred people a month, sort of coming through the website. That's that's cool. That's really really good numbers. Mm. So and and what I think is is um, particularly brilliant about this stuff is actually you don't need thousands and thousands of people visiting your website every every week every month um actually you just need the right amount of the right customer because you could have 10 people visiting your website a month but if it means you're making enough sales then that's cool you know so so i think there's a few things that we need to look at here so one we're definitely bringing people through to the website and we know that we're getting a good number are they the right people that is one question that we need to look at. So actually nothing could be wrong with the website, but we need to make sure that the traffic we're pulling through is. Now, the fact that you are making some sales leads me to believe that it is the right people. Um, and, and you're sort of, you're, you're, how many sales are you making? So if, if we have about 300 people a month coming through, how many of them, we say 1%. So what are you at three sales a month? A little bit more than that. How Where are we at on that? uh yeah that would make sense wouldn't it but it's it it is a bit more than that so (laughs) yeah so i i i guess as well it's hard to tell when when you're looking at the conversion rate if it's uh if it's taking into account stuff like because it's a subscription whether it's it's past customers or new customers Mm. um but yeah i mean so so last year it was about um a sale a day so like 30 a month but okay. um, over the summer, it's dropped off to being like uh, one a week, um, okay. and yeah, and now now that it's Christmas, it's 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 sort of back towards like the one the one a day, so thirty a month kind of thing. Um, but yeah, last year it was like five a day, um, or even more last year. So yeah, cool. just comparing like for like uh, over November, it's it's like it's way down. But yeah, there is there are sales coming through. Yeah, okay, that's cool. So the fact that some people are coming through the funnel, and and you know what I mean by the funnel, you know all the people that see the marketing coming in the top, and then the bottom is those that are actually buying something, and they're making their way through that marketing and sales funnel. And and what we can do is we can sort of plug those gaps throughout, and most of that is on your website because people are finding it on Google, which means that they're then immediately into your website, and it, something is happening between them entering your website and then not buying or leaving. Um, and we need to figure out what is that drop-off point. And there are 
there are three things that I'm going to I want to explore with you for this, and and I've I've not really looked before we're chatting now, so we're going to do this in real time. Um, cool. Yeah, it's always exciting. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hold on to your seat. Um, so what we got? Uh, so option one is that we can literally do a sense check. Now this is something that a lot of business owners don't tend to do, uh, but can have detrimental effect to the business is have we gone through the customer journey ourselves? have we gone from a google listing all the way through to trying to buy something because if we know what that experience is like and this is what you know a lot would call user experience the ux if we were to be fancy um because actually if it takes too many clicks to get from i'm interested to i've bought something we start to lose people and actually the the number of clicks the ideal number of clicks is 3 and if you, and if you go onto something like um i'll say the swear word amazon um or you know <laughs> some of some of the big retailers you'll you'll notice that by being on their homepage you can get to purchasing within 3 clicks and that will either be product or category. You know, you go category, that one, that one, and then I'm buying it. You know, and it, and it's a very, very short journey for every customer. So this is the first thing that we need to do is we need to go onto your website and we need to go from the homepage or from wherever people are landing. How easy is it for me to get from there to buying something? So sure. I've how got many... a question about the three clicks. Is there, okay. is, if it's, is, is like three ideal or is it like three or less? Because there's, I see on websites a lot that um, the, there's like a learn more button mm-hmm. as opposed to like a buy now button. So there's like, I feel like there's something about drawing someone into the website as well as just going buy straight away. So is, yes. is three like, you, you know, you don't actually want one uh you you like you're actually aiming for two rather than just like the one click because it's kind of two in your face that makes sense yeah no it totally does so that's a really really good question and i didn't know you were going to ask that so i'm not prepared for it uh no so um, we've got um the reason that three is the number is because it does feed those different groups of customers so there's always going to be three types of customers that you're going to have there's one type who know who you are they know what they want to buy and they just want to do it so then they need to get there as soon as possible. The second group, uh, they know who you are, but they're not quite convinced yet. They need a little bit more. Uh, and then there's the third group who have no idea who you are, no idea what you do, and they need a lot more information before they're able to actually spend some money with you. Right. Now, three tends to be the sweet spot because as soon as you have more than three clicks, you then start to see drop off at quite a sharp rate. So if you've got 10 people land on your homepage, you're you're likely to get the majority of those 10 through the first three clicks. But then by click number four, you've only got four of them left. And then by click mm. five, you've only got one of them left. And it, 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 it tends to drop quite quickly after three clicks. Now, what you'll see when you go onto a lot of websites, um, and, and you have got some on yours as well, you know, where you've got those call to actions front and center, the yeah. like, buy it now for the for customer number one you know the people that know who we are and are ready to buy that's perfect because they can go immediately into it but for customers two and three the ones that 
aren't ready to buy yet and maybe don't know us, we've not given them enough information to go by, you know, so, so we need to introduce ourselves a little bit more. So they're the ones that are going to scroll a little bit. They're the ones that are going to go through to different pages. Um, and and I'm, just, I'm looking at your website now. You have got a whole bunch of that stuff. So literally, um, and, and for those of you listening, please go on to Adam's website whilst we're chatting, um, unless it's changed by then, who knows? Um, <laughs> and, and you'll be able to see, you know, like right at the top, the first thing you see is the, is the craft box itself, and it looks really cool, and it's a really nice branded you know, situational image. I really like that. First thing you see is join the club and it's a buy now button. It's a, and it's immediate call to action. And that is great. As long as the people looking already know who you are and have decided that they want to buy something. That makes sense. So yes. for the other two groups, we need, they need a little bit more. So they're going to be scrolling down and then you've got, you know, here's actually what this month's kit is. And here's what you're going to get. So those that already know you but need a bit more persuading, this is the information for them. You know, and we're giving them information about what's inside, what sort of thing you get, um, and you've got the price, postage, and that you can cancel at any time. So if somebody already knows what it is that they're looking at but still aren't sure, you're giving them a whole bunch of information that's persuading them to do that. So straight away, that second step, uh, second section on your page, you've got that, and again. There's a call to action at the bottom of that buy now. So you are catering for those first two pretty well. Um, and then again, you know, even further than that, you've got even more information. The only challenge we now get to is how many people actually scroll down that far. Hmm. So, so there, you know, the, the further down a web page something is, the less people are going to see it because people don't tend to scroll very far. Um, but so basically what I'm saying is step one, those audiences, you've got enough information on here. So just by eyeballing the website, you know, we can confidently go, we are catering for those three audiences because we've got a quick buy now button for those that already know what they want. And we've got a bit more information for those that are almost there. They just need a little bit more persuading. Yeah, so that's okay. all good. So, Great. so that, that's step one. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that that's great. Um, and yeah, I I guess I feel like from the home page where you've got the how it works and things like that, you've got the learn more. So that's the kind of drawing people in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, I I, I guess what, it's interesting what you say about the scrolling because uh, I I feel like I've got different opinions of, uh, from different people about whether people like to scroll or they like to click. And mm -hmm. I think I've landed on like scroll. So it's quite a long scrolly website and not so much a clicky one. Cause like the clicks are generally not really about exploring the clicks are for buying. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So I've, I've gone with, yeah, with the scroll to explore the website. Um, yeah. And, and not, not sort of click to explore. If that makes sense. Hopefully that I works. Agree. I'm really actually quite annoyed that you said that and I didn't. Uh, <laughs> scrolling is for exploring clicks are for buying you, that's exactly right yeah it's, it, it's exactly right because people that are looking for stuff they scroll until they find the right thing that catches their attention the danger is that if it's too far down or not obvious enough people just leave and that's that's the sort of thing that we're fighting and so i don't think that's too much of a problem that's just me by me eyeballing the website the home page 
I'm going to go through the buying process because there's the next step of this is people might be landing on the website, going through part of your sales process, but not quite completing. You know, they might be getting to the point where they're putting in payment information, but then it's all going wrong. You know, and, and that's the bit. So this we're still in that first point of like, have we as the business owner gone through this and experienced the user experience? Because if, you know, the amount of businesses that that I've helped in the past through the Rebel Business School and also through my web design agency, where they've set something up and gone, I don't know why it doesn't work. And then actually you find out that the PayPal button they've added is a dead link and it doesn't work, you know, and, and it's simple stuff. It can be really, really simple, but because as business owners, because we've built it or somebody's built it for us, we don't think that that's the issue. We just, it's just not the first thing we look at. So <laughs> that's what I just want to make sure that we're doing. So now obviously you're making sales. So I don't think that that's happening with your website. We know that it works because it's happening occasionally. Uh, we just need to ramp up how many people are, are doing that. But for those of you listening, I, I'd urge you to do that. If you're not making any sales and you're confused as to why, go through the user experience because you'll be amazed at what you might find. Yeah, so I, I definitely feel like I've done that. Um, and yeah, like, like you say, we've got proof that that's, that that's kind of happening. There are things coming through the buttons like they actually work, which is nice. But yeah, looking at the analytics that the website gives me, I'm actually only um, the of the people, the number of people that come through to doing a checkout, only like 45% of the people end up buying, which mm -hmm. seems quite low given that they've been all the way through, to, they've seen the price and they've got that final button to click at the end and only like half of the people are doing that. So um, yes. Uh, it'd be good to get your opinion about about what's happening, what's going on there. I wish I knew. <laughs> this is this is the frustrating but beautiful thing about reviewing websites <laughs> is that it just it can be such a maze of random stuff. So you've actually you've touched brilliantly on the the second part to this. So part one is going through that user user experience yourself, making sure that everything actually works just eyeballing the website, seeing if there's anything obvious, glaring the obvious that might be stopping people. The second one is uh, the analytics tools that we have access to. So um, so you're using uh, Squarespace, right? Yes, that's right. Cool. So, so the Squarespace analytics will tell you a certain amount. Um, equally, you know, it's entirely up to you. Uh, I tend to use Google Analytics, and I know you've got that installed. I'm just looking at that now. Um, and, and the reason that I would look at Google, Google analytics over, um, you know, the built in analytics on WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, whatever, um, is because the, the ones in the website count every single interaction. And, uh, that includes Google itself, uh, having a look at stuff. Whereas Google analytics doesn't count. It recognizes its, its own activity. So obviously Google needs to look at your website for, for to get it on the search engine and all that sort of stuff. So Google Analytics rules out all of that stuff and gives you a real bare bones who's actually on the website. Uh, it makes it look not as nice, which is why a lot of people don't <laughs> tend to use it because um, yeah. it shows less people using the website and that it hurts my pride. But <laughs> it makes it very valuable. So I'm just having a look at your Google Analytics. Now, 
don't let Google Analytics scare you. I know it, it can be quite uh, an, a, quite frankly, it's an ugly platform. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It uses a lot of jargon. Um, but actually, you can look at some of the really top level numbers. Now, just knowing what pages people are looking at is a superpower when it comes to this, when it comes to your website. So looking at um, what people are doing on the website, it seems like the majority, so I'm just looking at data in the last week, it looks like pretty much everybody starts on the homepage. Yeah. like And, it, and it's like high, it's like 99% of your traffic start yeah. on the homepage. <laughs> Mm. Um, which is cool, which is which is really good. And if that's deliberate, that's a good thing. Um, so you've got, uh, yeah, I'm, li- I'm literally, it's 80%. It's 79.4% of your traffic mm-hmm. comes directly onto the homepage first before anything else. Um, and then what's interesting is looking at where they go thereafter. And... The good news is, is that the, the the top page after the home page is the checkout subscribe page. So actually your your the funnel and the way your website is designed is brilliant at pushing people from where they land to where they can buy. Okay. And that is awesome. That's brilliant. That's that's exactly what we want. Now the challenge might be because so I'm looking at that now still looking at that uh that thing and the drop off that you get is 75%. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got it's a lot. So and and that's fine, you know, that that really in the grand scheme of things that's not horrific. Um but what you've got, you know, if we look at it in plain numbers of if, if for every 10 people that will click buy now and go through to the subscription bit, you've got seven and a half of them are, let's say eight, because I don't think you can have half people. <laughs> um, you've got eight people leaving with two staying. So there might be something there. There might be... So I'm looking at your website. So if I go through that step, knowing that we have a drop-off there allows me to think about what might be stopping people. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm on your homepage. I'm clicking subscribe, or, or sorry, buy now. And then what I met with is immediately the numbers, immediately the give me your email. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> could it could it be that it's quite cold? Could it be that it's quite harsh? It's easy. So for for you know the three customers we were talking about earlier, you know we've got customer one. They know who you are. They know what you want to do. They know that they want to buy something. It's perfect for them because it's start to finish that's what i want i'm wondering if would it be could we build that into a little bit of a softer page so maybe it is you know it could be as easy as you know here's the process here's what we're going to do together and it's step one give me your email address and we'll figure it out step two choose your delivery date step three because at the moment it is literally going from buy now straight to give me your email and give me money yeah for example. yeah for sure yeah so <clears throat> it's it is it's basically a, a white page with some boxes to fill in isn't it which uh which mm. isn't isn't very friendly at all <laughs> uh 
I'm not sure. Uh, do you know whether um, Squarespace allows you to do much with this bit? Uh, this bit I've sort of the the you know the final checkout bit I've kind of mm. left because it's it doesn't it's not in the kind of usual editor view. Um, but it would be it would be nice to Steve to even to have a picture on it, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It's it is very cold. It is very mm. cold. So um, I'm just going to have a quick look at another subscription site, dare I say. And I'm going to see what their process is for this for the exact same thing. So I am looking at a dog food one. And their first thing, again, exactly the same. It's right at the top, really nice images. And their first one is build the box. But what's quite interesting is that their process is a little bit more personalized. So rather than you know, the whole, the give me your email, give me your card details bit. They've got, what's your dog's name? What, like, you know, how many, how often do you want to feed them? Blah, 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 blah. And, it, and it's a little bit, but it's all written in a very soft way. And it's a, mm. it's a very friendly approach. So what I'm thinking, if we were to, and this is just one example, by the way, if we were to look, learn from what others are doing, what if we added a quick buy option yeah. So, so you know, on your homepage, you've got um, the cra- the craft box. Blah, 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 buy now. What if we had a quick buy button, which takes mm-hmm. them straight through to that process? Because we know that some people are already doing that. Yeah. Um, or maybe, uh, and then maybe the next one is explore the collect the collection, or something like that. And and what we can do is add in and actually forcibly add in one of those clicks because currently. We spoke about the you know three clicks being the magic number. You've currently got one. Well, it, de- it depends where you are. You starting on just craftpotsclub.co.uk, or are you starting on the subscribe page, the learn more page? So I'm starting on uh, craftbox.co.uk. Yeah, so you can if you go scroll, 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 you can go by now. But then there's the learn more one. There is a learn more one as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are you seeing that one below the kind of little cartoons? Yep. So, yeah. So, but I could go quick by there. The learn more only comes up once because I, you know, it's, it's in my mind. It's just this. It was the balance between, you know, being easy to buy quickly and then leading people in. So yeah, it's easy to miss that learn more button. So maybe it needs to be by now learn more a bit more often on there. So you've yeah, got those I'm, options. I'm just I'm just comparing actually. I'm just comparing the two pages. So uh, I'm on well, I've got Craftbox homepage, the mm-hmm. UK, and then I've also got the learn more page open. The learn more page and this is this is entirely a personal thought feels more like the homepage than the homepage. Okay. Mm, okay. And, and and my reason for that, so so um just for, for those of you listening, basically like the header image that we've got on the learn more page is the craft box club box on a table. Really, really nice image with join the club 
uh, a beautiful eco-friendly craft kit that could be on its way to you right now. Subscribe now to discover a new plastic-free craft every month. And I think that is tremendously beautiful. I love that. <laughs> but that's on the Learn More page. And actually, what you've got on the home page, the first thing that people see is uh, subscribe or gifts. Yes. And then underneath that, it says eco-friendly uh, craft kit subscriptions discover a new craft every month here's how it works so i'm actually wondering if if there's a merge of these two pages and actually exploring yeah, okay. the you know the the scrolling to explore versus um clicking to buy i'm wondering if actually the the, the top half of the of the home page should adopt more of a here's what it is look how brilliant it is and then hit them with the uh, with the call to action in the second section what do you think uh yeah it's it's easily done uh right so so we so as in you know swap, swap that image around take those buttons away to start with is that a little bit too in your face yeah start i think it is because you've got subscribe and gifts right there um yeah, i guess that, what... i thought that's kind of for mobile because you don't get on mobile you don't get the navigation options um, yeah but yeah, maybe take those away. Do you know how many people are using mobile to access your site over anything else? Uh, I think it's 80% mobile. I think you might be right there. Uh, let me have a look. So this is this is the yeah. beautiful thing that you can drill down to in the when you look at the analytics, isn't it? So yeah, you've got 80% are mobile yeah. users, 18% desktop, 2% tablet, because... People don't really use tablets anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, they keep making them. People stop buying them. So that, that that's really, really good to know, actually. And that's a really, really good point. And again, something that a lot of business owners tend to miss is what does this look like? Because I, I used to do this. And when I built my first website, I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. I thought it was the best website in the world. It was gorgeous. Everyone loved it. But what I didn't do was see how it looked on a mobile and I built this thing on my desktop, built this thing on my laptop and wondered why it didn't look very good, you know, and, and, and actually that's super important. So that's a really good point that you landed on. And I'm looking at it now in a mobile size. And, it, but again, I think, I think your homepage is missing a little bit of character at, right at the top. Even yeah, if you okay. swapped it round so that it started with eco-friendly craft kit subscription. Because what we need here is people to fall in love with it the second they see the homepage. Well, so get rid of that picture at the top. Uh, yes, and or because at the moment it's not a picture of the craft box itself. Yeah, just a Christmassy picture. It is It is pine cones and such. <laughs> <laughs> which is nice it's lovely it's a lovely picture but it doesn't yeah. necessarily paint the the right picture you know yeah for sure okay so yeah. what, and what we might find there so talk going back to the funnel you know we've got a large amount of people are landing 80 percent of our customers are landing on the home page and the the drop-off rate you know the amount of people that don't do anything after that is again it's the 75 percent. so we actually what we should be looking at is reducing the amount of people that are just dropping off when they get to the home page the th 
so I, I said that I had three things to look at with this, and I think we're sort of getting onto the third one now, which I want to explore with you. So the first one is eyeball it. And we've kind of drifted back into the eyeballing uh, side of things, you know, looking at the homepage and going, actually, we might shuffle that round. Um, but that was based on number two, which is use the data. And we want to look at the analytics tools. We want to use things like Google Analytics or whatever's built in to actually learn, you know, where are people going? Where are we losing people? Because it's on those pages that we need to change something slightly. So um, I think by doing that, you know, we've, we've sort of gone, we need to maybe add a little bit more to the homepage immediately so that when people log on, they know exactly what it is first and foremost before we ask them to buy something. Um, and that's on same on mobile, same on desktop, same on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one, it's it's a little bit more niche, um, but it is an app that I uh, occasionally use called Crazy Egg. Love Crazy it. Egg. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I used to call it, it Crazy Frog. It must be super trendy. <laughs> oh, it must be. It must be. Yeah, um, like that. <laughs> so, uh, so Crazy Egg, what it does, uh, and there's a few things that do this, um, but it's essentially a heat map app. So you put a bit of code, uh, and I got you to do this earlier for us, Adam. Um, you put a bit of code into your header header section of your website, and what it te- what it then does is it tracks people's movement on your website, and we can see where they're clicking, where they're scrolling to, and that is tremendously powerful, especially when we're trying to figure out where we're losing people, what people's drop off is. So. The um, so what we got so let's have a look at the homepage because that's the one that gets the most traffic. That's where people are landing the most. So I'm having a look at your homepage now, and what this does, what Crazy Egg does, is it basically gives you a render of the website, and then it shows you literally where people are, and it shows you the percentages of where people go to. So what I'm seeing is that uh, the homepage when people are getting as far down as, you know, you've got your as seen in section where you've yeah. talked about the Daily Mail and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. By the time you get there, you've got a 50% drop off. Wow. Okay. Right. So it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But to be fair, above that, you have got the, what do you get in a subscription section? You've got how it works and you know what it is uh, and the top header and actually within that you've got five call to actions mm-hmm. which is tremendous you know you, you've got a hundred percent pretty much <laughs> of your audience are seeing five call to actions which is really really cool um and the bit that is most clicked on the bit that is most clicked on is uh, learn more button all right which is interesting. People are, yeah, people are seeing that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we've got, so we've got about 75% drop off. So we know that a lot of people are just going back to Google or closing down, whatever. Um, and then the ones that are staying, we know that they're clicking, they're, they're not scrolling down past the as seen in bit. So we know we've got them in that top three sections. But we know that they're also clicking on the learn more section. So then what we can do in within Crazy Egg as well is we can go into the Learn More page and see what people are doing there. And what it seems to be, Adam, is that not 
a lot of people are clicking on your buy now buttons. Yeah. They're staying on the page and it seems like a lot of them are leaving. So I think what is going on based on that. So, so again, we can base all of this stuff on numbers. So this is crazy egg that we're using. If you're interested in using something like this, install it immediately because this stuff doesn't work retrospectively. Um, so I installed this with Adam four hours ago, mm, four yeah, hours exactly. ago. And, um, <laughs> You know, so we're we're doing we're making do, and we've got some data. But you need to put this in and, and have about a week or so um, worth of data in that. So, Adam, this is something that we can check in on again later and see. And what's yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, see. yeah, amazing. Um, so so based on that, so based on what we know, so we've got we're losing seventy five percent of our audience somewhere within the top three sections of your homepage. <laughs> yeah, see what I mean. Uh-huh. So the the numbers the numbers are super super powerful, and once we dive into them and we understand where we're losing people, then we know where we need to look and what we need to fix. So for me, that reinforces the um, the changes to the homepage that we discussed. And actually, what I think we need to do is merge the learn more page because people are on your homepage feeling like they need to learn more because that's where they're clicking. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're in the learn more page, we're sort of losing them a little bit. All right. So what I think we need to do is merge those two pages, make it one really gorgeous, attention-grabbing, you know, eco-friendly craft box delivered to your door every single week or every month. Sorry, it's a monthly box. Um, and all of the learn more information in there. And, you know... I. The graphics that you've got in there, and and this is me talking now as a web designer, the um, the how it works graphics you've got in there are absolutely tremendous. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obvious. Thank you. No, no, yeah. they're really they're really really cool. Um, but it's just lacking that charming intro, and and you know that really personal down to earth intro that an eco friendly craft box should have. Yeah. So so if we can merge those two things, you know, even if we can just get it to a 50% drop off. Because at the moment we're, we're losing 75. If we can get that down to only losing 50, then that in theory should be doubling the sales. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're talking about um, like a sort of cozy feel like to start with. Uh, I haven't got many words on there. Do you think we can do that with words? Because so on the learn more page, there's a few more words uh, that that makes it sound more friendly and and sort of chums people in a bit more. Not so much on the on the home page. Do you think words are enough? Does it need to be? Does it need to come through in like the look and feel a bit more? Um, are those images th- like too clean? Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's all great. They're all great questions. Um, <laughs> those come back to the target audience stuff, don't they? Mm. Like, who who's buying this? Is it parents buying it for kids? Is it boyfriends buying it for girlfriends? Is it girlfriends buying it for boyfriends? You know, what what who's who's your target audience? Do you think best like your gut feel? So the the people that are buying it for themselves are um, so. 30, 30 to to 50s women. 
Okay. And the the yeah people buying it as as gifts. Yeah, there's a lot of boyfriends, husbands, and then mums giving it to in, uh, to to daughters, um, cool. to like giving it to like adult daughters. Brilliant. Okay, that's really good to know. So so that stuff is what we need to think about when we're thinking about should I change the images? Should we do that differently? My gut feel because we've got and bearing in mind still the audience we've got 80 percent of your traffic is on mobile yeah so really we we only want to cater for the people on mobile the challenge with text on a mobile is that it's small and people don't want to scroll for a long time reading yeah and we want it to be short we want it to be snappy so the graphics that you've got currently under how it works you know join craftbox club speedy dispatch new cast each month brilliant because it's separated, it's punchy, and it's separated by really, really nice, friendly-looking icons. I think we need to sort of keep doing similar stuff to that mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the homepage about what is it. Because if you think, you know, I'm landing on your homepage as a first time on a mobile, the first thing I see at the moment is subscribe or gifts. I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah. Uh, and then the next bit is... Uh, Eco-friendly craft kit subscriptions, brilliant. I now know what it is, um, but it immediately goes into how it works. So I'm sort of thinking, you know, actually, if we just push this stuff down a section and then have one really, really nice, charming section that is, here's what it is, here's what you get from it, here's the benefit to you, because the people that understand what it is and what they get naturally then go, so how does it work? Yeah, okay. You know, so that'll be the natural next step. So I think if we can just shuffle that stuff around and add that and, and merge the learn more, because the learn more page is great for all of that, but that's not where people are landing. Yeah, okay. When you say merge, do you mean kind of like take two pages and make them one page? So you kind of get rid of yes. the learn more page? Yeah, all right, good. I've got, yeah, yeah I get, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> easy enough. <laughs> cool, I can do that. Yeah, so like I know we, we've, we've sort of spent about 40 minutes dancing around that. But um, <laughs> how we got there, like, does how we got there make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's another point I wanted to pick up on with your, uh, with where people are dropping off. Mm-hmm. Like you said, where people get to the as seen as. So I think I, I put that in because it's like a, a little separator, like a section separator, and it looks neat. But really, mm-hmm. like the as seen at bit tends to come as a footer on the bottom of a lot of websites, doesn't it? So I feel like maybe people are getting there and going, oh, that's the end. And then they don't get onto the reviews, which is quite an important bit for people to see. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. What do you reckon? Yeah, that is a good point. I I would argue that sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes it's the first thing you see. Mm, okay. You know, And actually, sometimes you log on and you go, craft box, as seen in the Daily Mail, reclaim, gather beautiful crafts. And, and actually, sometimes that could make people go, oh, this must be really good. Because you're right, the people might be thinking that that is like the end of the page. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think it should go at the bottom because I think it is valuable. Um, yeah. What if we... So so the way that you've got it is, is a, it's a white strip straight across the middle of the screen. And, and you're right, it acts as a really, really nice divider between sections. What if we were to do that with the testimonials instead 
uh, well, have have them being a bit more clear rather than kind of sitting over a picture. Yeah, because at the moment you've got um, again really really nice picture, um, and then over the top of that you've got um, four or five uh, testimonials from Pete from customers, mm-hmm. which does look really nice. It is really cool. I'm wondering if we can make them more bite sized and how use them as section dividers. Oh, yeah, similarly okay. to how you've got that as the as seen in bit so then what you'll have then is um you know first thing you see is craftbox club eco-friendly craftbox subscriptions and then underneath that super thin uh but then it could be the testimonial from emma going fabulous box fast delivery one happy crafter who loved the gift thank you then the next bit here's what you get yeah. Then another testimonial. Then the next bit. Here's how it works. Mix it up a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See so what I mean? And and you can use that as a really nice. And again, it's like social proof. People like mm. buying because other people have bought. Yeah. And you know, we're we're not trying to we're not trying to necessarily boil the ocean, but I think I think that's a really super that's a really nice observation that you've that you've had there. Of you know, I'm you know you're used to seeing that stuff at the bottom of a website. So while people just thinking that's it done, you could be right. You could absolutely yeah. be right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe normalizing having those little section dividers in there. Um, yeah, I think having a little reshuffle, pulling some of the that information further up to the top of the website, so that people land there, know exactly what it is, and immediately fall in love with those charming pictures that you've got, brilliant and like loads of. But at well, the, moment, the ones that are actually of the craft boxes and stuff like that so people yeah. can see really you know get the, the the feel for it rather than just having like at, at the moment it's a bit of a stock photo isn't it yeah a little bit i mean it looks lovely it, it looks like <laughs> you're about to make a gin honestly um there's like a bit of rosemary a bit of garnish you know yeah. um but it, yeah so so you know in keeping with that and I, I think the style of the website is gorgeous i love the color schemes that you've got i love the character that's coming through with it. I think we just need to put more of that, like here's what it is, more of that learn more stuff up front. Because I think that's going to get more people. So if we can just increase the amount of people that are staying and clicking and, you know, reduce that drop-off rate from the homepage, which is currently 75, if we can drop that even to 50, we should in theory then see the sales double. Yeah, amazing. All right, I'll be doing that. (laughs) <laughs> as soon as i can yeah awesome yeah, t- tonight yeah great thank you yeah awesome and and like yeah keep me updated like keep us updated how it goes we've got the um crazy it's crazy egg uh not crazy frog mm. cra- crazy egg um we've got that running so let like let's check in in a week and see what's happened with it um and, I, and i'll send you that data because it's, it's super powerful it's just so interesting you know the decisions that we're able to make because we know that people are clicking on that or scrolling to that point it's just the decisions that you can make are way more informed and you know we we've spoken for about 50 minutes we've come to the conclusion that we're just going to have a reshuffle of the homepage bring some of the branding a little bit more forward and and that we've been able to confidently make that call based on the numbers and um and I think this is something that a lot of business owners are scared of um partly because analytics and stuff is a horrible word um but also because you know we're busy we're doing other stuff i don't want to look at the numbers i don't want to do all that sort of stuff but actually the you know it it can help us it can guide us through to the decision that we need to make 
Yeah, amazing. It's really powerful. And I, yeah, I can't wait to see the, uh, the, the the figures in a week to get a little bit more data behind this. I'll still be pumping people in from the, the Google ads as well. So yeah, we should be able to get a decent number to have a look at. Amazing. Amazing. Cool. Adam, thank you for coming and hanging out. I'm hoping this has been useful for you. Um, I am not quite the machine that is Alan Donegan, uh, <laughs> but Crazy Egg has helped me. So we're all good. We're all good. Awesome. Nice one. Thank you very much. Nice one. Cheers, Adam. Cheers. So what a journey. What a journey that was. That was super interesting going through Adam's website with him, you know, talking about the different parts. And what I found super interesting is that because Adam's the business owner and I do, and I've done this and I've done this with, with many, many businesses, you know, because we're the business owners, it's really, really difficult to to zoom out and see the process, see the website in a different way because we're so in it and we're stuck in it and we know why we've done stuff. It's natural for us to just continue doing it. Um, but, you know, we use the data, we use the numbers, we went through those three steps and, and we were able to come out with a best guess at what to do next. And I think, you know, this is all pointing towards the stuff that we talk about, Rebel, and, the, and the, the point of this podcast. It's you don't need to spend money to figure this stuff out. You don't need to have somebody that builds your website for you. You can do it yourself. And you have things at your fingertips to solve these problems. You just need a little bit of guidance and a positive push in the right direction to do it. Uh, and, and I'm really hoping that this episode has helped you to do that. So those three things that we talked about, one Give it an eyeball. Just look at your website, scroll down it, and be really, really honest with yourself. How Does this meet the needs of the customer? Does it explain what it is? Does it enable people to fall in love with what I do immediately? And does it tell people what to do next? If you need help with that, a really, really good technique, and I do this with lots of my clients' websites, send it to a potential customer. Send it to somebody who would actually be buying from you and see what they think because you get much, much better feedback about what works, what doesn't from a potential customer than you do by you looking at it for hours and hours and on end. And I know that because I've done it. So number one, eyeball. Number two, use the analytics. Now, it doesn't matter what website builder you've used. It doesn't matter if you're using a free version or a premium version. Every website builder will have analytics. It will give you some numbers. Um, it's the same on Square, it's the same on uh, Wix, it's the same on WordPress. Have a look at the numbers, look at what people are using, what pages people are staying on, where they're clicking. Um, and we, we had a look at Google Analytics in this as well. It is super overpowered. It is a little bit of a sledgehammer to crack a nut. But once you get it installed and you look at some of those top level numbers, what pages people are looking at, it is super, super valuable. And the decisions you're able to make are just immense. So have a look at that if you haven't already. Uh, don't be scared. It's okay. And the third one um, is I'm going to recommend Crazy Egg because it works for me. But there are tons. You can use loads. They have not sponsored this podcast yet. So have a look at uh, Crazy Egg. Install it in your website, give it a week or two, get some data together, but you can make some massive, massive changes just by looking at what people are clicking on and where you're losing people. Um, we did do this once. We've done it on our website for our event pages. And actually, we were able to find out that the form, the ticket form for people signing up to our event, we were losing people on one certain question 
And we would never have known that if it wasn't for that. So um, I really, really, really recommend Crazy Egg if you just have no idea. And at the end of all this, you know, sometimes you just need to have a look at it with a fresh mind. If you spend so long, and I keep saying this, every single podcast episode I've been on, I think I've said little and often. And if you keep looking at this stuff all night for hours and hours and on end, it's really difficult to see what needs to happen next. But doing this, you know, get a coffee, get a cup of tea, whatever, sit in front of the website and just have a really, really honest look. Go through the user experience, give it an eyeball, have a look at some of the numbers, and you will be able to figure out a best guess of what needs to happen next. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Entrepreneur podcast. I have been Henry Nicholson. I am the less well-spoken version of Alan Donegan. I also don't wear glasses and I can't grow as good of a beard, but I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been valuable. Please have a look at your websites. Please let us know how we can help. And as always, have an incredible week. See you next time. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.